I'm Danny, that witch next door, and you're listening to That Witch Podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another episode here at That Witch Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm That Witch Next Door. I'm going to be your host, your guide, your mentor, and instructor in all things magic, witchcraft, astrology, and witchy business. And today, we are continuing on. It's Friday. It's Friday the 13th, actually. One of my favorite days. Um, We are continuing on in our mini astro series, How to Work with the Planetary Energy. And we have finally arrived at the always beloved moon. Um, Let's dive right in to this powerful quick hitter episode. So the moon is the main planetary energy that we track its cycle that does not revolve around the sun, my friends. No, no, no. The moon revolves around the earth. We are the centric point as far as the moon goes. And this is seriously important information when it comes to your astrological interpretations. Um, it Honestly, this is just important information as an energy worker of any, any kind, because um, especially if you work with the moon, which tons of people do, the reason we feel so called and so connected to the moon as earth beings is because we are the center point. Um, I love that. It, it really gives this loving caring, nurturing vibe from the moon. It revolves around us, right? We are its center of its world. Isn't that sweet? Um, So let's talk a little bit about logistics here um, before we get into moon energy characteristics, all that. So the moon revolves around the earth. It makes one full uh, revolution. So one full lunar cycle is about 29 days. Um, It's almost exactly a calendar month. Um, And this is really, really handy when you're tracking and following the moon cycle because most of us already resonate and work with calendar months. And we just like resonate with and understand that chunk of time. You know what I mean? We just understand that concept and that amount and quantity of time. And so it really, really helps. Uh, So the moon is almost a calendar month. And uh, that means that there are 13 lunar months. Okay. So this is why um, the Chinese New Year, which is based on the lunar calendar, why it takes place a little bit after our calendar day, New Year's Day, okay? Um, approximately a month later. So uh, then, uh, so one full revolution around the earth is about 29 days. Uh, that means that the moon spends about two and a half days approximately in each zodiac sign. And this means that the moon is like the fastest moving luminary or celestial body that we're tracking on the astrological chart. So when you're looking at the current chart, the moon moves the most. And the moon represents our emotional experience. We'll go in more depth into that in a second. Um, And so it makes a lot of sense why our emotional experience is so 
always evolving, always changing, always ebbing and flowing. It This is very well represented in the lunar cycle where the moon is moving signs or moving energy or moving vibes every couple of days, okay? Um, now, the moon, uh, unlike these other planets we've been talking about, does not have a retrograde cycle. Uh, the moon does not appear to be going backwards. And so we don't have retrograde. However, what we do have is void of course. And I find that void of course is an area of astrology that's really beginner and yet insanely glossed over. Um, Guilty as charged, by the way. I haven't explained it to you guys at all, if not very well. I have no idea. Um, I don't remember talking about it, so I apologize for that. I don't know what it is. It's probably because of the nature of what a void of course is. Maybe that's why we accidentally forget to really teach about it. Um, so void of course, uh, let's see here. I'm going to read you a definition here. Void of course begins when the moon in transit makes the last major aspect it will make before it changes from one sign of the zodiac to the next. So sometimes the moon is void of course for like 20 minutes. Sometimes the moon is void of course for like 24 hours. Um, this is why I love that personal almanac from Honeycomb Co. Uh, Honeycomb Collective, it shows the lunar transits and the lunar aspects, and it also shows the void of course. And so, for example, uh, next Tuesday, the 24th, I'm just randomly looking, the moon is void of course for six minutes, okay? But then later that week on Sunday, the 29th, the moon is void of course for three hours and 12 minutes. Um... Oh, this week is a better example. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Earlier this week, the moon was void, of course, for eight hours. On Sunday this weekend, the moon is going to be void, of course, for eight and a half hours. And again, I've seen upwards of 24 hours. Here's how we interpret that energy. So it again, let's revisit that definition. Um, it begins when the moon in transit makes its last major aspect before it changes from one sign to the next. Um, essentially, right after it makes that last major aspect and before it changes to the next zodiac sign, that little gap of time in between, well, what does the word void make you think of? What kind of energy does the word void have for you? Absent, non-existent, um, right? Apathetic, uh, not there, numb, neutral, all of these different things. Uh, that's really what void of course energy is like. We don't have a lot of motivation. Um, we are not... We are not very activated in our emotional experience usually. And this depends on everybody because just because the moon is void, of course, doesn't mean that there's not another planet making a different transit to your chart and maybe even your natal moon. So keep that in mind. But overall, as far as collective interpretation and readings go, um, when I see a void, of course, especially for like 24 hours, I really, I really try to give myself the space to, to lean into that apathy and lean into that nothingness we're supposed to. It's kind of a break from our emotional experience. And I, I think that we really struggle with void of course moons when we try and like be super productive and, and be super present and be super on our game during void of course moon, whether, whether it's six hours or sorry, whether it's six minutes or 24 hours, 
in what, when you see a void of course moon coming up, or if someone posts about it online, for example, what way, what little things can you let go of? Um, what can you do during that time? That's the bare minimum and, and get by. It's, it's kind of one of those times represented by the universe where it's like, it's okay to do the bare minimum. It's okay to not be operating at hundred percent right now. Um, that's kind of what, uh, void of course, uh, vibe is sort of like. So no retrograde, but we do have a void of course cycle that happens uh, pretty frequently. Um, and again, I would just go on, you could just Google moon void of course, uh, get it, download a moon app on your phone. You can get the honeycomb almanac. There's lots of different ways. Um, my time passages tells me when the moon is void of course. So there's lots of places where it'll tell you if you're interested in knowing uh, that information coming up. Now, let's get a little bit into the vibes of the moon. Who is the moon? What kind of correspondences do we have? How can we work with the moon in our day-to-day practice and in our our magic and ritual practice as well? Um, So the moon, like I said, represents our emotional experience. And when I say that, I mean broadly our emotional experience, how we emote, how we receive emotions, how we react to other people, what our emotional needs are, how we meet the emotional needs of other people. Um, That means that there's some of our intuition embedded in the moon. Not all of it, but there's a good amount of our intuition in our emotions. Um, This is, it is a major part of our life. And it makes sense because again, we are the center of the moon's world, really. And so it makes sense why it is so active in our lives, why we feel so connected to it. It is a sad, sad byproduct of the, well, honestly, the scientific revolution um, that, you know, working with and connecting with lunar and moon energy is woo-woo and, and silly and whatever. Like, no, it's not. We're the only celestial body that it revolves around. It would make, and it influences physical aspects of our earth, like the ocean tides. Uh, it would make sense that we are very connected to it. It doesn't mean the moon holds power over us. It means we are connected and we can tap into that connection and we can learn from it, harness it and, and be intentional with it. Okay. Um, so Knowing this, knowing that the moon really deals with emotions in general. So you look at your moon sign in your chart um, and it's going to be very different. And Aries moon is very, very different than a Virgo moon. Um, a Virgo moon is very, very different than a Sagittarius moon. Um, this is very, very different than a Taurus, uh, right? So I don't know why I landed on fire and earth, but (laughs) those are the examples that came up. Um, look at what sign your natal moon is in or, well, I should say, and, or I really recommend tracking the moon in general. One of the best ways to work with this energy is to track the moon and track the sun, the solar seasons. If you don't track anything else in astrology yourself on your own time, at least let it be the moon and the sun. Um, And we'll talk about the sun uh, next time, obviously. But the moon is going to be really, really indicative of collective emotional experiences and lessons. It'll genuinely help you interact more mindfully and more effectively with people in your life and your environment around you. I promise. It's just so, ever since I started tracking the moon, uh, 
over two years ago, I consistently track the moon now and pay attention to where it's at. I mark it in my journal. I look it up on my app or I have a widget for it or whatever, right? Um, I, I'm telling you, it gives you so much information. It is very, very confirming. It's very validating. It's very informative. Um, there's tons and tons of benefits to it. You can track your own patterns. You can track your own community patterns and see, oh yeah, I notice in, in my area of town that Aries moon, people go <laughs> a little bit nutso around. Uh, you can definitely tell the road rage comes out or whatever that is. And I make sure to, to be extra mindful while I'm driving or to be extra patient myself when I talk to people. Okay. So things like that it just helps you be more informed. Um, I, I also, because the moon revolves around us, because we do have this connection to it. Yes, we can, we can harness the moon's energy and charge various tools and parts of our practice with the moon. So if you are wanting to harness specifically that Sagittarius, like we use for an example, that Sagittarius energy specifically, putting your crystals out to charge under a Sagittarius moon. And by the way, the moon does not, I do not know how many times I have to explain this. The moon, louder for the people in the back, the moon does not need to be full in order to charge things underneath it. Every lunar phase, I'll link the other moon episode. We didn't, it was like last month or the month before. Um, but I did a moon magic episode that I want you to go back and listen to if you need a reminder. Every single lunar phase has different benefits and different purposes to it. So even a new moon, can be really beneficial to charge your crystals under, okay? So it does not have to be full. Um, you should be choosing how you charge, you know, based on a lot more than just because it's a full moon. Why that full moon? What are the intentions there? Like, let's not just do it because everyone on social media is charging and dancing naked under the full moon. Like, why that full moon? I. It's okay if a full moon, every it's got everybody out of their seats and out of their pants and they're having the best time. And you're just like, I just feel like being at home and kind of being by myself and kind of being quiet. That's okay. Follow that intuition. There might be a waning moon phase that everybody else around you seems uh, really, really down or really, really withdrawn. But maybe the sign that, that that phase is in, maybe it's a Capricorn waning moon. A waning phase is a great time to pay gratitude and respect. So maybe you use a Capricorn waning moon to pay gratitude and respect toward your financial and professional accomplishments. And you spend time being grateful for those things. And you want to really harness that energy um, of those intentions. And so you lay your crystals out with that intention to charge them under. Okay. So it doesn't just have to be the full moon. Okay. Um, it's so, so, so much more than that. Hey, everybody, we are going to pause the show for just one second before we hop off today, uh, because I'm so excited to let you know that this month I partnered with Goddess Provisions, which is this really amazing and enchanting witchy and spiritual subscription box, uh, monthly subscription box. And this month, I was absolutely thrilled to work with them and receive their Mercury Retrograde themed box. And boy, was it very... <laughs> Did it land well around here? Uh, I loved the items in uh, in this month's box. Really particularly what just sent it all home for me because, you know, it came with some cleansing spray. It came with a detox mask. It came with 
um, this really nice piece of very grounding and protecting black tourmaline, uh, lots of detox, lots of grounding stuff. Um, but what I was really excited to see in the box this month was a nice little setup for loose incense. So not only was there a beautiful loose incense mercury retrograde blend from Magic of Intuition, um, but it also, the box came with a loose incense holder with all of the planetary astrological symbols decorated around the outside. It was, oh my God, it's absolutely beautiful. Everything in the box is super high quality. The value of, uh, like the retail value of everything you get in the box is way, way higher than what you actually pay every month. Um, I mean, it even came with a it's a mini size like pocket journal, but it's a full size Mercury retrograde journal. Um, there's a guide to retrogrades, Mercury energy. There's a self-care ritual in there. And there were tons of prompts to carry you through the 21 day Mercury retrograde cycle for self-development and growth. Um, and it's written so that you can use that journal at more than one Mercury retrograde. You don't have to just save it and, and use it for this one. So like I said, everything that you get in the box, um, the value of all all of it really adds up way past what your actual monthly subscription cost is, which is $33 per month plus free shipping in the U.S. Uh, you do want to try and order by the 17th uh, to ensure that you get that month's themed box. Uh, they ship that theme by the 17th of every month uh, and guarantee it to arrive by the 20th, I believe, of every month. Uh, the really cool part about their subscription is you can pause or cancel at any time, uh, which I, I am a big, big fan of that kind of uh, flexibility in a subscription like that. But yeah, I was really thrilled uh, to work with Goddess Provisions this month and honestly, even more thrilled when I got the box and got to open all of these goodies. So if you're looking for a really fun new subscription to kind of spark that inspiration of magic back into your really like your ritual practice, right? Really inspire your craft and your, your tool work again. I highly recommend checking out Goddess Provisions box. You can go to the link in the show notes below. You can go to the link in my Instagram profile and subscribe for your box today. Thanks everybody. Now back to the end of the show. Now, if you want to incorporate some moon correspondences, so some colors associated with the moon are definitely like uh, whites and creams and uh, silver, but also black and navy blue. Honestly, the, that whole color spectrum really um, on the monochromatic spectrum of like black to white, all of it's associated with the moon because the moon <coughs> literally encompasses the entire monochromatic scale from black to white and everywhere in between, from dark to light and everywhere in between. So you can get away with anywhere on that scale and it can be associated with the moon, okay? Um, uh, but silver and clear definitely have this like watery, dreamy, ethereal, emotional water vibe to it, okay? That's very, very lunar. Uh, so those can be an extra little oomph 
to to moon work, uh, but also anything to do with emotional and spiritual experience. So your blues, your indigos, your purples, your violets, your lilacs, all of that is definitely, definitely um, associated with the moon. So you can incorporate that color work into your candle work, into your clothes, into the color of ink or paper that you use in rituals, your nail color, whatever it is. Um, in your decor, whatever it might be for you, if you're doing um, some kind of specific lunar ritual. Um, But really, if there's nothing else you take away from this episode, please track the moon. I know that it's like the most simple, simple thing, um, but it is one of those things that you just need to put in practice and start doing it for a while. And all of a sudden you'll notice after a few months how much stronger your connection to the moon is. Your lunar magic and rituals are going to be so much more strong and intentional and bonded after that. I promise than if you're not tracking the moon and you're just randomly doing things because it's a full moon. It's not the end of the world to do those things that way. You don't have to be a lunar witch. But if you are going to work with the moon and call yourself this lunar worker, um, I really, really recommend uh, doing it this way. Just in whatever method makes sense for you, find some way to connect to the lunar movements and transits. And I use that as a broad term and call it tracking the moon. So whatever tracking the moon means for you, that's that's what I, I recommend um, in your lunar magic. It will just provide a really, really strong foundation Um for inspiration for your work. Okay. So lunar magic can be honestly, honestly worked into and incorporated into literally any ritual, any intention, any spell, any manifestation, any branch of magic and witchcraft, the moon's energy and, and lunar magic in general can be incorporated or layered in somehow. So there's, there's, endless, endless ways. Start by tracking, start by um, knowing your natal moon sign, uh, paying attention to what planets make aspects uh, in near or around, you know, your natal moon. Um, These are really, really great places to, uh, to start. And if you are in that witch school, your exclusive journal guide for learning more and connecting more with your uh, natal moon and your birth chart is up and available on thatwitchnextdoor.com right now. And uh, if you have any questions about any of this, I would love to hear them and answer them for you. Uh, If you're interested in joining us in that witch school and learning more um, in depth about these different planetary energies after the show, after the episodes, you can find all the information in the show notes, how to join us there. And um, I would absolutely love to have you. I also, um, I am really happy to announce that I have an exclusive BIPOC uh, discount in my in my school now. So you can go on to thatwitchnextdoor.com slash enroll. And if you identify as BIPOC, you will find a special discount just for you and your subscription uh, 
enrollment package, okay? So let me know. Feel free to reach out as always with any questions. I'm here. I'm open. And uh, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for your energy here with me today. I love and appreciate every single one of you neighbors so, so, so incredibly much. I hope that today inspired and informed you. I can't wait to hear all about your new chapter in Lunar Magic. Stay safe, have a fun weekend, and stay magical out there. Hey, magical human. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of That Witch Podcast. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is to share with a friend or give a shout out on your social media. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on both Apple and Spotify. And if you can't get enough of all of our witchy, magical content here in the neighborhood, you definitely want to make sure you're subscribed to my email newsletter, That Witch Gazette. It's a really fun, really convenient one-stop shop to stay up to date on all of the news and happenings here in our neighborhood. If you have any questions, suggestions, ideas for the show, or if you'd like to sponsor an episode, you can send me a message at thatwitchnextdoor.com slash conjurethatwitch. Thank you so much. I'll see y'all next time.